You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. All right, thumbs up. Ready, Let's sir. do this. Leroy Jenkins. Welcome back to the Pipeline Show. One more segment here to go on this week's episode. It's the uh, 2019 NHL Draft Special brought to you by HockeyProspect.com. I've been uh, chatting with uh, scouts from HockeyProspect.com uh, throughout this entire show and uh, no different here in the final segment. What is different is we're heading overseas. Johan Lindemann Carlson, welcome back to the Pipeline Show. How are you? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, great to chat with you uh, once again. There's uh, a number of uh, players uh, from your homeland in Sweden that we need to get to. Uh, so let's get right to it because uh, I don't want to take all your time here today. Uh, let's start with uh, the, the, the first guy, the top-rated Swede uh, for HockeyProspect.com is, the, is a defenseman, and that might not surprise anybody, but I'm not sure if it's a, a surprise that it's Victor Soderstrom who is the top-ranked guy ahead of some other defenseman that we'll get to. But why was Soderstrom uh, the, the top guy in your mind? Um, for me, it's uh, he's actually the smartest guy. Hmm. He uh, He's not very big, but he competes very, very hard. He's uh, super smart, and uh, he's played... Uh, almost a full season in the SHL against men too. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's there's much to like about him. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Was uh, compared to a number of the other Swedes who are playing in the Allsvenskan or or in the uh, junior leagues, uh, Söderström is playing in the SHL, and that to me is a uh, a big indication of um, maybe he's ahead of the others, but also maybe what his potential is like too. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Absolutely. Um, what makes uh, makes it kind of hard is that his team wasn't very good. Mm. Uh, they actually faced uh, relegation play, so he had to, you know, tone his offensive uh, play down a bit. So uh, we haven't seen his full potential yet, but there's there's uh, a lot to get from him. All right. Well, what kind of a player is he, and 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 uh, how does he separate himself from the other defensemen in this draft uh, from Sweden? Uh, for me, he's, he's a uh, two-way defenseman with great uh, overall puck skills. He, uh, like I said earlier, he's so smart. He an- anticipates the play so well, and he he can adapt to basically uh, any situation on the ice. Um, he, uh, for me, he's the uh, defenseman here with the most offensive uh, upside as well. Well, the uh, four categories that uh, Hockey Prospect is is giving uh, ratings for each player, Hockey Sense, Compete, Skill, and Skating. He's a 7 across the board, except Hockey Sense, he gets an 8. So, uh, And he also gets the uh, the A grade So, uh, as a bona fide first-round pick, and I think it would surprise people if he wasn't uh, taken in the first round in the draft. Uh, now, he's uh, he comes in 13th in your uh, rankings for HockeyProspect.com. I'll only talk about uh, where guys are ranked inside the top 31. We want people to buy the black book at HockeyProspect.com. Um, but the next guy is, uh, well, he's getting a lot of attention around Edmonton because the uh, color analyst for the uh, Edmonton Oilers uh, broadcast crew uh, said he believes the Oilers will take uh, Philip Broberg eighth overall, which to me sounded like, well, that's a bit of a an early uh, slot. So I immediately went to the black book and, and pulled it up and uh, saw where you guys have him uh, listed. And yeah, Philip Broberg, 21st on the HockeyProspect.com list. So in your mind, a top ten pick uh, using a top ten pick on Philip Broberg might be a bit of a reach. I think so. Uh, at least for me personally, he uh, um, 
for me, he's got some physical advantages to to the other guys. He's he's uh, big, he's, he's strong, um, and his biggest upside is his uh, excellent skating abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a long, smooth, uh, strong stride, uh, and he can separate himself from basically anyone on the ice at any given situation. Um, but if you're looking for a, a developed uh, defender, he's he's a good pick. Could he, at the next level or at the NHL level, could he just be a, a defensive guy? Because, I mean, we talk about those four categories. He gets a five for hockey sense and a five for skill. That's not great, but skating and, and compete is is okay, and he's got size. So could he be more of a, a defensive guy where you're not expecting him to bring offense? Yeah, I think he can. Uh, he uh, He's a guy that likes to skate the puck up ice. He's, uh, his puck re- retrieval is, is uh, underrated, I think. Mm. Um, and his uh, trans- transition play is, is rather good, too. So I believe he can do the uh, defensive role, too. Well, one of the, uh, the the thing I like about the Black Book the most, and I, I've mentioned this in uh, the other segments of the show today, is uh, the the quotes from the scouts, and whether they're you know on your staff or uh, NHL scouts that you guys talk to about specific players. And one of them was about uh, how he's kind of been living off the uh, his performance at the Holinka Gretzky Cup last summer, uh, and he's been living off of that all year. Uh, and which is funny because. Listen, it's a very small sample size. It's the only time I got to see him play, and he was really good at the Holinka Gretzky Cup. So uh, I was wondering how that, you know, if we would see him evolve over the over the course of the season. But in your mind, was the Holinka Gretzky Cup last August maybe the high point of his of his season? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So he started out so good that the expectations just rose too uh, too high. I think. All right, well, let's move on to uh, the next guy on the list. And uh, for the Swedes that are available in the draft, uh, Nils Hoglander is, uh, the, and I might be saying that, is it Hoglander? Um, but uh, you have to forgive my North American pronunciation uh, for all these guys, uh, Johan. <laughs> but uh, tell me about Nils. He's a small guy. He's listed, uh, listed as uh, 5'9". Mm-hmm. Um, he's been playing in the SHL all season, too. Um, the thing about him is... Uh, it's his stick handling that that it just it's it can be mesmerizing at times. He can stick handle through any situation all over the ice at any time. Um, and he's also um, he can adapt to any role too. He can play in an offensive role on the power play and and actually produce some points and score some goals. And he can play on the third or fourth line. Um, being aggressive and, and just uh, forechecking super hard, uh, so he he can play anywhere on the on the lineup. Well, you, it's he's a five nine, as you said. Um, the uh, the rating for his skating is only a five, though. So he's small and not a great skater. Is that a combination where a guy can have success in the NHL? And the thing is, he he's a good skater. Um, he's got some good. Uh, Good high in speed, but his uh, his stride is not very strong. Uh, so if he can get get a stronger uh, lower body, his skating will will uh, develop as well. Uh, so I d- I do think um, his skating is better than uh, <laughs> than we're giving credit to. Okay, 
<laughs> All right. Uh, well, Hoaglander is uh, 23rd uh, in the rankings. The next Swede comes in at uh, number 30, uh, Tobias Bjornfort, who, uh, Bjornfort, excuse me, who we saw at the Holinka Gretzky Cup as well. Uh, another defenseman, another with decent size, six foot, 202 pounds. Uh, what's different about him compared to, you know, Broberg and uh, Soderstrom? So, uh, Bjornfort is always the coach's go-to defender on any team uh, in any situation. He's just super solid. His um, puck retrieval is almost 10 out of 10. Uh, he's a great leader, a great character, uh, an awesome team player, uh, and also he can play on, on any role. I think uh, his, uh, his potential could be a uh, shutdown defenseman in the NHL, uh, since I don't see uh, his uh, offensive side, it's not too good. So he's just a solid defender, a go-to guy. Uh, you know what you get from him every time. It's sort of a bit of a cliche to say, but um, like a safe pick. You, you know he's going to play, but don't expect he's not going to be a, a world beater. Yeah, I think so. He's a super safe pick. All right, we'll get to the guys who are outside of the top 31, so we're not going to mention where in the black book uh, these names fall. But uh, next up is Simon Holstrom. What can you tell me about yeah. him? Uh, he's one of my personal favorites this year uh, here in Sweden. He uh, His season has been... Pretty rough with injuries and mm. and stuff. I remember last time we spoke, he he was injured as well. Uh, but he made his comeback to the under 18s, and uh, it looked pretty good, I think. Um, he's an ex- explosive skater, decent hands, good edge work. He uh, works his butt off every shift. Uh, so there's there's some good potential in him as well. Had 20 points in 21 games uh, for HV 71 uh, with the junior team, and then as you mentioned at the U 18s, he had an, almost a point per game there as well, six points uh, in seven games. He, now he only had uh, seven goals of his 20 points. He only had seven goals with HV 71. Do you see him more as a, a setup guy or a uh, a finisher? Um, he could be labeled as a setup guy. He does his work from behind the uh, the goal line. Okay. Uh, but he has a good shot, uh, good velocity to it, and he can he can put the, the puck in the net too. Well, and and has good size already, six one, hundred eighty five ish pounds. Um, so uh, maybe maybe he's still going to grow a little bit, but he's not an undersized offensive guy, so that should be attractive to NHL teams. Yeah, I think so. His uh, offensive potential is should be uh, attracting clubs. I think. Uh, another uh, Swedish defenseman to get to, and boy, it seems like we talk about uh, defensemen coming from Sweden a lot these <laughs> days. Uh, Albert Johansson, is it Johansson or Johansson? Uh, Johansson. Johansson. All right. I never know if yeah. if I'm pronouncing the J as a as a J as we do here, or like a Y. Is there a rule when it comes to to Swedish names when you when it's Yo and when it's Joe? <laughs> uh, not really. We listen to everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, tell we're me. We're too polite to to say something. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm Canadian, so we're too polite as well. Um, Albert, yeah. Albert Johansson, uh, defenseman. Now a little bit undersized compared to the other defensemen we've ta- talked about. He comes in just under five eleven and 160 pounds, and um, maybe that's why he's not a first round uh, pick in your mind. But tell me about him and what he brings to the to the team. 
Uh, I do think he has, uh, to be honest, first-round potential, but he's too inconsistent. Mm. Um, back here in Sweden, he's an offensive point-producing defender, uh, but internationally, he just can't bring it since we have Soderstrom and Broberg and Bjornford ahead of him. Um, what bothers me is his skating. He, uh, he needs to get stronger. He needs to get faster. Uh, but he's a pretty smart guy. Uh, good passing game. Uh, he reads the play well defensively too. Uh, he's strong along the boards. Uh, but it's his soccer sense that's too inconsistent for, for me at least. Had 29 points in 40 games for uh, Faryastad this year, but uh, only five of those were goals. Is he uh, not much of a shooter? More of uh, he starts the play or carries the puck up the ice sort of guy? The thing is he, he just he loves the puck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he, he skates it from, from his uh, own zone. He, uh, he actually... Uh, can be cheating on defense at times to create offense too. Uh, he does shoot a lot, but most of his assists may be from rebounds, to be honest. Uh, Matthias Norlander, uh, I don't think we talked about him when you were on the show earlier this year. I don't think his name came up, so uh, tell me more about no. him. Yeah, he's uh, he's been a riser here in Sweden for the uh, since Christmas at least. Uh, his development this season has been really, really good, to be honest. He uh, started out the season with the under-20 team in Modo. Uh, then he played with the men's team in the Hockey Svenskan. And there he just took a big leap in his development. Mm. Um, his skating is superb. He's active, he's aggressive, his ed- edge work is fantastic. Um, that allows him to be he can create havoc in the offensive zone at times when he leaves his blue line and just creates chaos. Um, and defensively, too, he's he's a tough guy to play against since his skating is so good. He doesn't even have to be overly physical to to retake the puck from opponents. So uh, it would be interesting to see where he ends up. Yet another uh, Swedish defenseman, 21 points in, in 30 games this year with uh, Moto's Junior Club. And he was draft eligible last year, wasn't he? So I don't know if, if yeah. that, I don't know if that works for him or against him when it comes to the draft this year. Uh, I guess uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, next up is uh, Carl Henriksson. Uh, again, not somebody that you and I spoke about uh, earlier this season. Yeah, that's correct. He's been, uh, he's been uh, one of my favorites this year too. The thing about Henriksson is he's super small. I don't even remember how small he is, but he's uh let's see, five nine two, but he looks way way smaller than Hoglander does. Mm. So the thing about Henriksson is he's extremely smart. Uh he sees the eyes very, very well. He has great vision, great hands. Um the downside is his his size, he's so small can be uh, caught along the boards very easily um, and he lacks some some speed uh, on open ice too since he's so small um, but he's a guy that, that his teammates and coaches always can rely on and, and he's, he works hard 
makes good reads all over the ice, and he 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 plays for his team every shift. But his offensive uh, numbers this year pretty impressive, though forty nine points in forty five games, and then at the uh, World U eighteen he had nine points in in the tournament there. Yeah. So uh, you we talked about a couple a uh, players ago that. Whoever I forget which player it was, but he said he he's not have he's not bringing it when it comes to the international games. Um, but it seems like uh, Henriksen uh, is. Is this a guy you expect to be at the uh, the World Junior Championship next year in Prague? Um, perhaps uh, he actually tied the league, uh, the under twenty league, uh, for first place in in scoring. So he's a guy with a big offensive upside, but. It all comes down to his strength and, and size uh, regarding international uh, international play uh, next year, I think. All right. Well, let's get to uh, Alvin Grayway. We, we've talked about him in the past, and um, I remember our conversation. I said, didn't do much for me at the Holenka Gretzky Cup, and uh, you kind of uh, shared that that thought as well, that feeling about him. Um, not your favorite uh, player among the Swedes available this year? Uh, no, uh, I wouldn't say that. But for the playoffs, he's been he's been really good. Uh, he uh, he has looked like like he's he played with uh, um, you know with anger almost hmm. uh, <laughs> like he's angry at everyone, and he's been a physical terror in the playoffs here, uh, and in the playoffs in the under 18s too. He uh, he was the guy who led led the Swedes against uh, Canada. Uh, with his uh, physical play and aggressiveness, um, but I don't know. I don't know if his uh, his skills matches his attitude uh, still. But um, yeah, he's an interesting guy. Well, I mentioned the uh, the uh, quotes from the scouts that are in the black book for for each player for most of the players, uh, and one of them is yours. And it made me uh, it made me laugh when I read it. Uh, he has the ability to make his line mates worse, <laughs> and that's that is not glowing <laughs> praise <laughs> to, to put no, on a guy. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, it made me and laugh. That, that <laughs> yeah, that's shown shown through at the um, Fire Nations in uh, in the Czech Republic in November, uh, where he played online with uh, Noel Gundler, uh, who's getting drafted next year. I don't know. He he, he tends to. He wants to puck for himself all the time. He wants to create stuff by himself all the time. Uh, he doesn't really utilize his teammates like he should, should basically. So mm. he could really benefit from, from passing the puck and just uh, playing a better team game for me. Johan, tell me about uh, Simon Lundmark. Uh, he's a six foot two defenseman, right-handed shot, so that helps him. Uh, but uh, across the board in the in the four categories, he's basically listed kind of average. Hockey sense, he gets a six, but compete, skill, and skating, uh, a five in each of those categories. More of a uh, a later round pick for you? Uh, for me, yes. Um, the thing about Lundberg is he's always very calm and composed. Uh, and it's like he's unable to get stressed at all. Hmm. Um but overall, he has good defensive reads. He's always very well positioned, so he doesn't have to get stressed. Um, and the thing about him is he, he creates time for himself by being perf- perfectly positioned and knowing what to do with the puck before he gets it. And, and uh, yeah, his, uh, his offensive play could be better. 
Uh, I've seen it before from him. He's got a good shot. He got some good uh, offensive uh, uh, skills overall, but he he uh, hesitates to to utilize it. HockeyProspect.com ranks 108 skaters and six goaltenders uh, for the draft this year, and coming in at number 107, Samuel Fagamo. Uh, now he's uh, he's been draft eligible for as well. Um, but um, give me your thoughts on on him and what his potential is, and should a team draft him this year? Uh, I do think he will get drafted this year. Um, to summarize his his uh, skills, he's a he's a goal scorer basically. He's got a great shot, uh, decent speed, and really good hands. But there's uh, big flaws to his overall game. Um, I do think he's playing on the perimeter too much. Um, he's not really willing to go hard to the net to to get his hands on rebounds or uh, play any kind of physical physical game at all. Um, but his offensive skills is they're really good, to be honest. He's got some good zone entries with the puck. Um, he can beat defenders one one on one. And his season, this season in the SHL has been way better than at least I thought it would be. Well, he did have 14 goals, 25 points uh, this season with Forlunda, and, and then had 10 in 16 games in the playoffs. So sounds like he had, had a pretty strong season. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm almost uh, uh, surprised, to be honest. Um, but he, he's got a great shot. Uh, I've seen his uh, one-timers on the power play. They're almost unstoppable at times. Um, but for me, if he could get closer to the good net, he would score 10 more goals this season, at least. So, so there's there's some flaws. Is he a, a, maybe a bit of a perimeter player then, where he stays to the outside? You'd like to see him go to the net more and, and the the harder areas of the ice, but... He's more of a perimeter player. Is that how how you see him? Uh, yeah, that's my view on him, definitely. Well, Johan, listen, uh, really appreciate uh, you joining the Pipeline Show over the course of this season to tell us about uh, some of the Europeans, uh, especially those in Sweden. It was great to catch up with you again. Looking forward to doing it next year. Perfect. No problem. All right, there we go. Thanks to Johan, and thanks to the rest of the crew at HockeyProspect.com. This show, uh, obviously, it's one of the most popular episodes of the Pipeline Show each year. The draft less than a week away, and uh, now you have been uh, updated on everything and everyone you need to know ahead of the 2019 NHL draft. Uh, between now and the draft itself, probably still one more show to go. I'm going to try to uh, get some of the, you know, five or six maybe, the guys that I haven't been able to get yet this year in the 2019 draft spotlight. I'll do my best. I, uh, last week I asked uh, for your requests and a number of them came in, so I'll try to set those guys up. Also on um, at the Patreon page, I might do some uh, a little bit of writing, some stuff, some thoughts about the draft, um, so look for that as well patreon.com slash the pipeline show heads up stick tap to everybody that has already signed up to be a patron at patreon.com slash the pipeline show reminder the uh, tsn 1260 here in edmonton the draft day show myself low tide and andrew peart will be bringing you that oh, that's on uh, friday uh, during round one and with that i'm closing out this week's episode as uh 
It was an extremely long one. Might even be the longest episode of the Pipeline Show ever. And uh, and it's a day late, so I want to get it uh, done and out as soon as possible. So my thanks to everybody. Thanks to you, the listener, for sure. We'll talk to you next week here on the Pipeline Show.